All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. I'm really excited to have an early stage health tech company on the show today. And most importantly, the founders that, that started the company, they're going to tell you a little bit about um, their story, what they're working on. Uh, but I have uh, two co-founders um, that have started a company called Risk Averse, uh, Kaushik Viswanathan and Michael Lloyd. And so I'm not going to steal their thunder. They're going to talk a little bit about their origin story and their passions and what they're doing. But uh, guys, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, first of all, thank you for making time. No, you guys are super busy, but I think it's really great and rewarding to like ground and talk about where we've been, what we're doing and where we're going. On that note, yeah. maybe tell us a little bit about your origin stories, how you guys got together, why you guys are interested in this space. Just love to hear about, you know, the series of events that have gone through in your lives that have led you both to, to do what you're doing. Yeah. So um, I'll just begin with how we uh, started this and how our friendship grew. So we actually grew up in the same hometown. Um, we were actually living in adjacent neighborhoods, but we went to different high schools uh, and then we met up at BC at the orientation and then we're roommates all four years. Mm. Um, so to go along with how the idea came about, um, I was in many different cancer research based labs uh, at a pretty early age. So I got exposure to the issue of chronic diseases as and cancers as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and then during my junior year, uh, I was just taking a computers and management elective course. Uh, so I wanted to see if I had an, any interest in the business field. And for one of the classes, our assignment was actually to think of a possible startup idea. So I was brainstorming on the business field startups. And then I realized I was so minimally not knowledgeable in the field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I looked into healthcare, uh, what I knew this far and what the problem was uh, and what a possible solution might be. And this is when I came up the idea with the idea for what is now risk averse. Um, mm -hmm. However, the funny thing was I didn't want to give the idea to the class, so <laughs> uh, I think I erased it from the assignment submission page and wrote down another one uh, while writing this one in my personal mm -hmm. notes folder. Um, <laughs> so for our startup, and Michael will go more in depth on this, but the problem has always remained the same. Uh, we're trying to solve the issue of late-stage diagnosis for many of these progressive diseases. Uh, mm. The solution, however, on the other hand, has adjusted and been modified numerous amounts of times. Um, so this was kind of one of the big learning lessons about the startup field and the startup world uh, that was important for us both to quickly find out, um, that you shouldn't be attached to an idea for so long that you're oblivious to a possible better solution. Right. So... Um, then the junior year summer, uh, I wasn't actually doing a research internship, so we were able to get started on this and get it going. Um, we we're basically entering an ocean where we had no prior knowledge. So naturally, we worked at the beginning on irrelevant information, such as finding out, like figuring out our name, uh, finding a logo before even thinking about what we were going to do um, mm. and how we we're going to make this platform. Um, so then senior year came and we became kind of focused on 
just academics and enjoying our last year. So we really never got started on working on this uh, diligently until after graduation, mm-hmm. um, which was one year ago. Mm. And through this process, we've been very grateful to be connected to some of the top healthcare professionals uh, in the country and get their opinion on our idea as well as constantly soaking in the information and learning on how to lead a business. Uh, mm-hmm. To bio majors, this has been one of the best experiences of our lives. Nice. Um, and I'll have Mike go more into the business. Yeah, idea absolutely. Yeah. So where we are at Riskverse, we're a digital health startup. And essentially what we're focused around is early detection and prevention of progressive diseases. And what we do is we offer targeted risk assessments for some of the top chronic diseases in America today. That includes diabetes, coronary artery disease, as well as those for specific cancers. And these assessments are based around lifestyle and environmental factors, because what we found is that lifestyle and environment account for a majority of the risk associated with these diseases, as opposed to that of genetics. And so what we found is most cases are really entirely preventable if you're able to intervene and educate someone early on so that they don't pick up poor habits and develop these terrible diseases. And so upon completion of our assessment, once you get to our site, we offer these personalized risk-reducing solutions to empower individuals to take control of their health. And these solutions are really simple, low-cost, and easy to implement. So not like overly disruptive to one's daily life, like one example would possibly be drinking as little as one cup of tea a day to help prevent the development of these diseases. Because what we found is there's a lot lower incidence rates for them in individuals that are drinking as little as one tea comparatively to those that aren't. And so that is leading to like a, a lower prevalence rate, which has been shown to reduce the risk associated. And so people, after they complete that, and we inform them about their risk, they choose a a list of factors that they want to add to their life, Mm -hmm. and we send them appropriately timed reminders to help keep them up to date with these tasks and on track towards uh, improving their overall health. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's a very powerful um, uh, focus and and well-timed, you know, what you guys are doing. I guess I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, your journey and starting the business as well of, you know, um, you know, what are you seeing? How are you, how are you looking at growing the business? Uh, what type of attractions, um, if you're open on, on speaking of any struggles that you're facing as well, love to hear a little bit more about that as well. Um, and then, you know, yeah. How are you looking to go to market and like, you know, distribute who are your ideal customers? We have a lot of listeners on this show that are heads of, uh, you know, cardiology, oncology, orthopedics, or, you know, executives and, and uh, healthcare executives for health insurance companies. So just love to unpack this a little bit more if you guys are open to it. Yeah. So originally the way we started it was going with uh, like stage one cancer detection app. Mm-hmm. And so what we noticed, like the rates for cancers of survival when detected at stage one are so much higher comparatively mm-hmm. to those when diagnosed at later stages. And so we focused our efforts around lung cancer because we found that 77.8% of people are diagnosed at stages three and four comparatively to the earlier, more promising stages. And their survival rates are minimal at best at those. And so we were, went and compiled a list of all the risk factors that we found through the NCBI publication database. 
and just uh, built our assessment around that. But what we realized, like, you can make a very large impact with cancer, but there's all these other chronic illnesses like diabetes that's got millions of people being diagnosed on a yearly basis. And a lot of the risk factors that we found in lung cancer actually were related across the spectrum with some of these diseases like diabetes. And so we figured we could impact more people on a larger scale if we scaled beyond cancers and started incorporating chronic illnesses. Mm. And in terms of like the struggles that we face, uh, obviously there have been a lot. Like we've had days where both of us have probably been like, is it worth it? Um, but then uh, the main struggle, honestly, so far is just having the firepower on our team. We're both bio majors, so we mm-hmm. have very minimal like technical and techie uh, skills in terms mm-hmm. of like coding the platform and building a mobile uh, like mobile application. So that's honestly been the biggest struggle. So it's kind mm-hmm. of just we have to network, uh, build the team, and we're actually beginning to do that, which is nice. So it's like trending up, yeah. And the when Koshik approached me with this idea, I think this is just a pretty interesting thing. I originally, my plan was to go to DP, uh, physical therapy school and do my three-year doctoral program for that. And um, and I was pursuing medical school. And so from that, he kind of came to me and, like, we us being aspiring health pro- providers, we wanted, like, we got into this profession with the idea that we love sciences and we wanted to help people. And he kind of told me, this is something that you can do on such a larger scale comparatively to being a healthcare provider. And he really sold me on that idea that we can impact people on so much larger of a scale and get to individuals that we never would have met had we pursued those careers. And so by being able to impact that amount of people is just something I think is just magnificent and powerful. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 really exciting and um, that... Well, first of all, both of you, you have a great harmony, you know, it's your partnership, which you, you can hear and you can see. I think the, um, the element, uh, it's funny, someone the other day was asking me, you know, hey, wh- why do you do the podcast? And the, I joked around, I was like, well, it's the cheapest talk therapy I can do as a CEO and founder myself of a digital health company, right? Um, and, um, but all kidding aside, you know, as you got, as you both are, are starting to see and have seen, and, and we're not too far ahead of you, but um it is uh, it is all a mental game, right? With <laughs> with starting a company, right? It's a mental game. It is a battle. It is an internal battle of you versus you. It's a love and fear relationship, and um, you have to strike that spiritual mental element with good solid physics of your product pipeline, good solid physics of your customer pipeline, your candidate pipeline, and you know exerting really great, um, really great best practices in an obsession about finding the best practices on all of those pipelines and working them viciously while making sure you're in optimal mindset and, and spirituality and resilience, right. And, and, and supporting each other. Right. So having support is really, really great. I guess I preface that um, I'm prefacing my next question um, with that context. Um, what are some things that both of you do to, to strike that balance of the, the physical and mental side of what's needed to get to the next level as a company, just kind of love to listen to some of those best practices that you guys are doing. I know you hinted on some of those before, obviously, as you know, previous like medical focus, you know, you probably have some great health regimens uh, as well. Um, love to love for you to share more, you know? I think one of the biggest areas for us was 
we are going with this and we're compiling significant data, but to really get ourselves to that next level, we needed to surround ourselves with an experienced senior board that could right. really validate our process and kind of tell us we're on the right track with what we're doing. And so one of the original steps was to just kind of form that board. And we've got some really wonderful healthcare providers, as well as people in the healthcare industry beyond just providers advising us on a daily basis, weekly basis, whatever it is, we're keeping up, keeping them up to date with how we're doing and using them to leverage no greater connections and conversations and keeping that conversation going and really just like taking all their advice as best we can and shaping our company around how they've experienced it with years and years in the industry to really make us the most efficient and optimal company we can be. Mm -hmm. And going off that point, the advisory board, um, they help a lot mentally for us because when we, right. I think the first time when we faced like criticism of the idea, we were both very down uh, for at least like a week or something. So right. uh, we just met with the advisory board. They re, uh, they kind of like confirmed that and reinforced that this idea was definitely worth taking on. Yeah, that was. That's a, one of the things is as we had as I had said was I was originally planning to go to PT school and that was one of those we I was taking a gap year the our this past year and I was just thinking maybe we can make a go of this and if I, we don't have anything produced by the time school comes I don't think I, I can make it worth that versus something that's been a dream of mine for years but we this advisory board has helped us and really told me that we're on the track with something special here. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of reinforced the idea that I should be pursuing this. And it, I ended up deferring another year. So we're extending this and pursuing it for longer than originally anticipated. And I think that's wonderful. And it's great as we've got such good feedback from them, as well as just peers and family. Everyone really believes in this idea with us. Yeah. No, it's a blessing. You guys got believers and you, you have a great advisory board from what I just scanned. And, you know, it's great to be insulated around, you know, like, you know, talking through opportunities, the connection. I think the mental and spiritual side is like 80% of the battle, like in growing a, a startup. And, you know, it, it's it's a blessing. Obviously, there's probably some days that, you know, there's like, oh, I want to feel a little safe. And, you know, I've got all my friends, uh, you know, calling me in, on Facebook and they've got these like, nine to five jobs and you know it's it feels safe for them but you know i'm sure you know as you guys have the entrepreneurial bug you know that that sounds like prison as well though right so you have uh, <laughs> you know it's like jocko uh who i listen to his podcast always says discipline equals freedom and so um we're the only ones that are willing to work 80 hours a week uh to avoid a 40 hour a week job um, but, um, but anyway, guys, this is, this is super great. This is awesome. Um, I'd love to hear kind of ending off here a little bit. I'd love to hear about, you know, what you're doing, you know, with risk averse, tell me a little bit, whether it's related or not to what your, the future of health looks like, but tell me about the optimistic for a uh, version of health that you see happening in the future. What's the, what's the, what's the future of health, uh, the way you see it and, you know, just illustrate that for me yeah so we're really excited um just in general about the growth of technology in the healthcare sector mm -hmm. uh super intriguing to us because with this uh more and more innovation and innovative sources of technology especially medical technology are coming out uh with the end goal being personalized medicine 
And we, yeah, we really want to see where like personalized medicine can go in the next decade, whatever it is, because genetic sequencing is going to become much more common and people will understand what they're at risk for from a genetic standpoint. Mm -hmm. As companies like us grow and the data associated with lifestyle and environmental factors is going to expand. Mm -hmm. And so with the combination of genetics and lifestyle together, we think you can offer personalized regimen for each individual to help them remain healthy and disease free. Mm. Yeah. So, and going off that, like the key thing is like once genetics is found out the question for everyone, which is what Mike just said, um, is how do you, how can you be healthy? And we're trying to solve that. Right. Right. Now, um, super powerful, super great, you know, to hear, um, hear what you guys are doing. Um, and, and this, this, this version of health in the future is something I absolutely, if you can imagine, agree with as well. And it's exciting to see what you guys are doing. You know, I'm really rooting for you. You know, obviously anything I could do to help and, and, and our listeners, if you have, if you scan previous guests and you want to be connected to those, uh, guests, if it's relevant, we can do a double opt-in intro there. But I think, um, on a lighter side of that, I I'm curious on like, you know, on the, on the, the spiritual, physical, nutrition side, what do you guys do personally to, to keep the engine running on a, whether it's like a morning routine or daily or, or weekly? Just love to hear. Oh, that's, that's definitely my last question. <laughs> that, so like one of the things that I think really resonates with me as we've gone through the research is if you let, you don't address a small issue, it's going to escalate into a major issue that becomes one of these diseases possibly. And then now you're managing it. And so for me, I had had a lot of concussions growing up mm. and during, during college, I actually had one that had lasted me a couple of years. And I found very early on, had I done a couple of things a little bit better with my treatment regimen, my issues would not have been as long lasting and as severe as they were. Mm. And so for me, I just, I like to absolutely emphasize the aspect that you absolutely cannot be putting those things on on hold because at the end of the day it's your life and you only have one to live it so you really need to optimize mm. yourself and put yourself in a position that you can succeed in the long term and you need to be thinking that although it might be five minutes now or whatever it is just to like address something it will escalate down the road and this will be a major issue that may put you out for a long-term standpoint. And so for me, that's just keeping care of yourself and giving yourself and providing your body with the nutrients it needs to fuel the day. Love it. And then for me, like the main thing is just right now, it's kind of like mental stress obviously affects both of us at times. So every day I try to use this meditation app where basically 10 for 10 minutes you just breathe in and out deeply and it really does help it takes off the stress you gotta think to yourself and kind of hit the reset button on the day yeah mm -hmm. absolutely those just like giving yourself those little breaks throughout the day like you might think your issues are super pressing but if you just give yourself that little bit of extra time you'll come back with even more firepower and you're even more ready to take on the task and i'm sure you'll be completing it at a more efficient and effective rate I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, great, great advice. I, I guess great discipline that you guys have, you know, both 
together and individually, but but definitely some great best practices for our listeners to to definitely take away. I always love to <laughs> I always love to kind of hear what people are doing, especially when you're in the healthcare field. You get the best uh, kind of insights of what people are doing personally and how they're how they're uh, practicing what they what they preach. Um, Guys, what's a good way for our listeners to get in touch with you if uh, like on social media or directly if you'd like that to happen? Yeah, so um, well, first, our website is riskaversehealth.com. And then if they want to get in touch with us, uh, the email is support at riskaversehealth.com. And then we also have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages, which are at riskaversehealth. Love it. I love it. We'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, guys, most importantly, I just want to say a couple of things. Thank you so much for making time. Thank you for coming on here to share your stories, your passions, how you combined your passions and your, your history um, and experiences to create this, 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 uh, this venture that you're doing to solve a big problem and, you know, really rooting for you. And so I just want to say thanks so much. And obviously as you guys continue to grow, love you, have, have you back on, share your stories so you can share it with others and bring, bring the other ones up, uh, you know, right behind you. So, uh, so thanks again, guys, for being on the show. This was, this was powerful and this was great. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much for, yeah, just giving us a chance to really spread our vision, spread our word and help with like the issues that our population health. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Now keep doing what you're doing. This is great. And so really, really rooting for you. So thanks so much, Thank guys. You so much. This was great. Right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Take, Take care. care. Thanks.